0: Please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law.
1: Hello, this is Greg McIntyre at McIntyre Elder Law. And this is our chapter series. Our chapter series is going to be uh, about saving the farm. Uh, And we are going to discuss each chapter of the book. One a week. Right? Hey, we're going to discuss it, right? Absolutely. One a week. And this is chapter one. Okay? So this is chapter one in the series, in the first part of the series. And just pay no mind to the people walking by in the background. We have beautiful Shelby, North Carolina in the background. And uh, we're going to talk about the book. So, hey, how long did it take you to write this book? I
0: wish I could take credit for it. It's a great book. But Greg, I'll have to say you took about two and a half years. Yeah, about two and a half years.
1: I actually wrote the book. It took about two and a half years. And you helped me edit the book, though. You did a great job of editing out, and you. you know, maybe maybe we could say it this way or that way. And I had a, a number of editors help me perfect the book. And it's the Stephen King method. The Stephen King method. Yes. Anyone who wants to know how Stephen King writes books, it's exactly like I write books. Because except I'm not Stephen King, and he's a very talented writer. I'm saying that, but uh, but. Uh, he, he vomits everything kind of out on paper. He gets it out in paper, right? right. Just, uh, you know, it's there in a big draft. And then he'll trim the fat. He'll get it out to a number of trusted friends that are writers. Yeah, you readers. see, they
0: give him a book and a red pen or a draft and, and, and a red what, pen. And, a, and a, package, a
1: packet of red pens. Yeah. And he waits for them to come back. And then, he, and then out of that, you know, he gets this really nice result of... Oh. Uh, 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 and then he trims it down some more you know and goes you know mixes things and fixes it up he doesn't do any research about the technical things or anything else he just makes that up as he goes along and then backfills that information right mm-hmm. uh, for us it was a little different but uh, because we had to do I had to do a ton of research on different things and, and also uh, a number of interviews I interviewed quite a few different people um, about elder law and senior issues um, and there
0: you know, were authorities in their field. So. They were
1: like like Tita Snow, who's an authority on Alzheimer's and dementia, things like that, and and uh, or, or people of that caliber, to, or you know, or uh, or, or a dentist, uh, you know, uh, Kenlin Craver for for senior dentistry and how um, how dentistry can affect and how uh, dental care longevity. can affect, affect longevity. Yes. And, yes. And, and quality of life, things like that. Um, we talk a lot about uh, overall about deep planning and protection, about protecting harder money and property. And the reason I wrote the book is there there are just a ton of uh, legal red tape surrounding protecting money and property, qualifying for benefits that you might be eligible for from veterans benefits that are pension benefits. This
0: uh, book was written for people like me. Uh, who think a will, a durable power of attorney, and a healthcare power of attorney, and a living will, and you're all set. People who don't right. have a, have the information or understand, to know or, 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 no, or question what's decisions. in that. Yes. What,
1: what's in that? What does it mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the different parts of a power of attorney? Just because you have one doesn't mean it's what you need. Um, so, so I wanted to create almost a reference or a bedside table that was. Readable in a couple of nights, you know and uh, digestible if you wanted to read it cover to cover and also uh, Was also um, I guess a good reference book where you could just look at the table of contents It's
0: broken down very precisely so you can say okay,
1: you know uh, For Medicaid crisis planning how to plan for Medicaid crisis chapter six. I'm going to look at this specific page, right? I know that uh, life estate deeds are under 111, uh, page 111. Uh, ladybird deeds are on 112. Medicaid spend downs on 116. So what about a single person aren't you? Is it for a married couple? So look in that book uh, in its sp- specific section and you'll find what you're looking for in that specific section. Um, that's the reason I wrote it. Mm-hmm. was to help seniors have a guide. Uh, I'm, I'm Greg McIntyre. I'm, a, I'm an attorney on state planning and elder law attorney in north carolina our main office is or our office is located at 123 west marion street which you see here in shelby north carolina we do have meeting spaces uh, in multiple cities uh, including our region which spans right now charlotte to asheville uh, by appointment only we also meet with clients in home Absolutely. on a regular basis and we talk about that in the book so uh, but you know, I acknowledge a number of people in the book and one of them is, is you Okay, essentially, and, and our editors and other contributors to the book um, there's a, a foreword by me just talking about why I wrote it, um, the table of contents, and then chapter one, so without further ado, chapter one, what on earth is elder law and why is it so important?
0: In your foreword, can I read the first or may I read the first You can, one? sure. While typical estate planning includes planning for incapacity during one's lifetime as well as distribution of one's assets upon their passing, elder law attorneys have an added focus of planning with long term care in mind. Often a traditional estate plan will have the same documents that an elder law attorney puts in place like a revocable living trust, a forever will, a durable power of attorney, a healthcare power of attorney and a HIPAA authorization. The provisions within these documents may vary significantly depending on the focus. Uh, your age and your health and and various other factors have to be considered in making the best plan for that specific person or family. So I like that because I think it explained very well what you're doing here and why why elder law is a little different.
1: It is. It certainly is. I mean, you know, statistics are 70% of people over 65 are going to need some type of long-term care.
0: That's a big number, 70%. That means 7 out of 10 of us we're going somewhere. Hey, Taylor. Hey, Greg. Taylor's <laughs> off
1: camera over of here. Hey, Taylor, come tell us how people That's can it. get the book if they if they need it. How can people get the book if they need it? Listen, you
0: can go on Amazon and order it. Right. Um, you can go on, you can come in our office. We have you copies
1: come in our in office, office. Or call and, our office. And then is it, ever No, not on not Facebook, mcelderlaw.com. mcelderlaw.com slash Go to our webpage, com slash savingthefarm. That's the landing page for the for the, for the book page mm-hmm. uh, or for the book. And there's links to uh, both contact me and also uh, to see the forms, some of the forms we have in the book and that are up there on PDFs that you can download. That's, that's really meant too for people who have the au- audio book and wanna get the forms. There's also links to buy the audio book The print book, the ebook, or enhanced ebook, which has videos of of me and of other people that I've interviewed talking about specific situations and specific things and subject matter that we discussed in the book. That's my favorite. Is the enhanced ebook version on iTunes? That's my favorite. That's my Mm -hmm. favorite one. But uh, anyway, so there's multiple versions. You can get it pretty much anywhere. So just look for it on, on iTunes, search it, Saving the Farm. Or and there's
0: a local bookstore to be here in
1: Shelby, right? Kind of- well, uh, um, uh, the local gift shop yep. on the corner of mm-hmm. here. Um, uh, I'm sorry. Victoria Stevens. Victoria Stevens yeah, has it on the local. corner, too. But be, feel free to call us um, at uh, 704-259-7040 and uh, let us know. Or if you'll grab one of those sheets that I printed out with the VA or the saving the farm number on it, right? all the different campaigns we have. Mm-hmm. We can put out that number too before we're done, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll thank you, thank You're you, Taylor, welcome. I appreciate that. I just had to call mm-hmm. you on camera, okay? Mm-hmm. And so what on earth is elder law? Um, Taylor does uh, a lot of things for us, in including some marketing, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. She's, she's multi-talented. She is very good. So what on earth is elder law? Now I ask that question a lot of times when I do presentations. Mm-hmm. I thought it was important because I feel like a lot of people don't know. I found out when I was just interested in just being an elder law attorney and not doing anything else. I had somebody look at me that did some marketing and said, "Well, what are you talking about? What's elder law? How are you, people aren't even going to know what it is, right?" Mm-hmm. So, so that's the real question: What on earth is elder law? What do you think? You want to give me a simple? You want me to get a simple
0: answer. Sure. Well, it's 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 basically the same type of estate planning you would do, but for uh, different circumstances. Mm -hmm. So you're dealing uh, more likely with seniors or people who are going to be seniors, Mm -hmm. because planning ahead is more efficient and- We uh, have
1: long-term care insurance in place. Your property is protected. Mm -hmm. Uh, If not, you know, can we protect them if long-term care insurance isn't an option or it's never gonna be in place? We need to plan for that situation where maybe you know we're hitting that long-term care situation and plan around it, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Is there a veterans' benefit, benefit. benefit, right? Is there a veterans' benefit available? Veterans' aid in attendance, which can add up to thirty-four thousand dollars a year to your pension. And if that if that happens, then you know that's great. You know they can pay for in-home care, assisted living, or nursing home care down the road. And can we activate that? And when should we? A lot of
0: of what I have learned from you. I would never have learned any other way I don't uh, until I had to experience a long-term care uh, situation or something like that I wouldn't even known to ask the questions Mm -hmm. and knowing what I know now it's it's a lot better that I can prepare that I even know to ask the questions because I'm sure some people uh, can go into a long-term care situation have no idea that when they finish paying all of their money in their house they may have nothing left And uh, so I'm extremely fortunate. And my title is Marketing and Education. The word education is important to me because that's what made me leave retirement and come to work here because I felt it was important to educate people and make them know what they don't know that they need to know. Mm -hmm. You don't know what you don't know is one of my favorite
1: uh, quotes. So why is elder law so important? That's a question that we ask. That I ask and then answer in the first chapter?
0: Well, here I can quit your book all day. Mm-hmm. Um, elder law is a philosophy of keeping a senior in control of their money and property while affording them health care and long term care options during their golden years. The practice of law providing tools for seniors to get their affairs in order so they can enjoy life have peace of mind and leave a legacy for their children and grandchildren. So all of that is the reason why and what you should do is sit down and talk with an elder law attorney. Know what you don't know.
1: Sure. And, you know, and and to that question that I asked, why is elder law so important? That's, you know, literally on the top of page 18 in chapter 1. And I tell a story about my grandfather McIntyre, my Papa Mac, who, you know, needed a long time in care, almost 14, you know, 14 years, um, and, and passed away at 99 years old, and literally, you know, had to spend everything down and lost everything um, because of that. It was no fault of his If he would have had someone like me, we could have used lady deeds in the house or other tactics to save the income, or maybe activate a veteran's option or or uh, or something, you know, to to you know, or any number of of strategies to help him, even in an emergency situation. I call that Medicaid crisis planning. Um, so, go ahead. or healthcare crisis planning. Or healthcare crisis yeah. planning. Sure, sure. And then, and the reason you know a lot of people don't know this, they think, well, I've got Medicare. That's right. not it. And we talk about that in the book. But how long does Medicare pay for in a, in a long-term care situation?
0: Twenty days.
1: Twenty days.
0: Twenty days. Then after
1: that, you know, if you're still improving, then the supplement can kick in and pay a copay and then you have to have a private supplement to pay your portion of the copay
0: right and a lot of people have that but then again i never stopped to think that it would not keep on paying right now i never thought to ask the question but it doesn't it has a a breaking point at 80 days or whenever they determine that you're not going to improve does that express that well sure so once they determine that you're not going to improve and you're best you're ever going to be or a maximum of uh, 80 days, that's a total of 100. 20 with um, Medicare and 80 with a supplement. That's it. And after that, every penny comes out of your pocket. Yeah, you have to pull out your wallet,
1: right? Your pocket. Mm-hmm.
0: If you, if you have a spouse, there's a little bit of protection there and a little More bit of long money. we care care care. Sure, and that can
1: avoid a lot of it. And I put a chart in here in Chapter 1 on page 21. By the way, I think I'm, I'm going to go back and, Taylor, I'm going to go back. I'm going to edit this out, okay? I'm going to put in there pictures of what we're talking about in the chart. So there's a chart on page 21, okay, um, that shows the average lengths of stays in nursing homes, okay? Um, and breaks it down in years for female, male, married, single, widowed, or divorced or separated. Okay.
0: And they differ for a little bit. hmm
1: They're they're really.
0: And and I've always heard that being married is, uh, extends your life. It also reduces the amount of time that you spend in a. A nursing home, I know. but then when you become a widow or a widower, then you go back up again. So.
1: Single, never married, it's the longest stay, mm-hmm. three point eight years. Three point eight
0: years. Get married.
1: So I'm married.
0: Okay. Me Taylor. too. Taylor's
1: laughing off camera. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we talk about average costs of nursing homes and assisted living in in the first chapter there. And it can be very, very expensive. $205 a day for semi private nursing home room. That's about $6,235 per month. Um, $6,235 per month. $229 per day for a private room on average. $6,965 per month. Assisted living care. $3,293 per month on average, and I think that's low. I don't
0: care. Because if you go into memory care, doesn't that really shoot it
1: up mm-hmm. pretty much? $21 per hour for home health aids, $19 per hour for homemaker services, and $67 per day for services in adult health care centers, like Life Enrichment Center mm-hmm. and those types mm-hmm. of centers. And I do have. A chapter in the book that focuses on types of care and it goes over nursing home, assisted living, in-home care, and life enrichment centers. Yeah, how to stay far. And really as tells the possible. difference in all those long-term care options and how to pay for them. And I talk about how to pay for each. So that's chapter one. That's a good summary of chapter one. Next week, next Monday, we're gonna talk about chapter two, which is the foundations of elder law planning. Okay? And we're going to start talking about foundational doc- documents and the differences, like general durable power of attorney, healthcare power of attorney, living wills, wills, types of wills. We're going to break down a will, talk about the executor and disposition, things like that. Why wills are still necessary, uh, the importance of planning, and talk about some of those things, pre needs funeral planning. And we'll talk about an interview with Cecil Burton of Burton's uh, Cecil M Burton funeral home um, where he's the director okay and talk a little bit about pre-needs funeral planning as well so tune in for next week for chapter 2 in our chapter series of saving the farm and I have that 800 number thank you very much so the 800 number is 855 472-4050. 472-4050. So call us toll free 855-472-4050. If you need us to mail you a copy of the book. Otherwise, Google it. Go online. Go to our website mclverlock.com slash Okay, And have a great day out there. It's a beautiful day. Thank you, Hayden. I appreciate it. We'll that.
0: see you next Monday at
1: noon. And Taylor, if you'll play us out.
0: Oh, no. We put off planning till things get slow. Tomorrow's never promised today. Don't get too busy and let it all slip away. Please don't wait till it's too late. Call back and tie your elder ball. Foundational planning or more complex. We can help when you're perplexed. If a loved one needs long-term care, we can help avoid some of the scare. Please don't wait till it's too late. Call back and tie your elder ball. State planning, benefits, and even probate. Take the planning piece off your plane If you or your spouse were in the military We can help with benefits for your family Please don't wait till it's too late Call McIntyre Elderball Please don't wait till it's too late Call McIntyre Elderball